coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. And today, I was really excited to get on with our guests and talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. I've been doing it a long time. We're going to talk about how a franchise marketing agency focused on SEO can speed up your growth. And this can we can look at this from a uh, franchisee or local business perspective or even from the brand perspective. So we, we got two experts, Carlos Rosado and Mark Height from our sponsor, IDS, who you just heard from. So it's uh, great having them. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks, Rob. Got it. You got it. Got it. It's great having you guys. So listen, I want to jump right in and uh, kind of talk a little bit about SEO. Okay. So for, for the odd, broader audience, search engine optimization, and obviously it has changed our lives over the last 20 years. When we think about Google and search engines and the idea of getting information at your fingertips, it's changed the way people look for things, research things, learn things, find businesses to work with, and has so much credibility attached to it, right? Like when people find things on Google, they tend to trust that. And, uh, and so this whole idea that those brilliant guys from Google came up with many years ago of people having that for the World Wide Web uh, was brilliant, really. And But now it takes on a whole nother idea for businesses here 20 years later because there's so much to it and it's so critical to growth and it's so critical for a business owner to understand how they can leverage it. So today with my guests, I'm going to explore this and, and how we can really look at how this how this works and how it helps. So let me start with Mark Height. Uh, Mark, uh, it's great having you. And I know that uh, you run uh, local SEO. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of these phrases like local versus traditional SEO. But I know you run the local SEO division for IDS and have lots of, of franchise clients. Tell me, Mark, why is uh, SEO or local SEO so important to the brands that you work with? Sure, sure. Yeah, thanks, Rob. And really, one of the most important things that people often pass over on SEOs, it's likely your highest quality form of traffic. It's likely the people that are already familiar with some of the options in the market. They were searching for a specific keyword. And they typically, across from what we've seen with our clients, they typically will spend the longest time on your site. So they'll have the longest session duration. They're looking to get the most information out of your site. And so what I love about SEO is that it's one of the sources that's so collaborative between client and agency, client and freelancer, you know, or whoever you plan to use for your SEO, because they tell you, hey, we want to get more clients that are searching for this certain keyword. And so the other ones, you know, you're kind of just throwing things at the wall, hoping some of them stick, you know, Google ads, you're getting clicks and having a decent conversion rate, but SEO, it's very, it's a lot more targeted. It's a lot more of a conversation for which of these high quality users you want to be getting to your site. So that's, 
that's why SEO is so important. It's your highest quality traffic. And that's why it's, you know, always good to have a collaboration between yourself and whoever's doing the SEO with you. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, when I taught to brands and, and being in a consulting role for, for a number of years, um, you know, uh, again, most franchise models do cater to the local community. And, you know, the, the, the success of a franchisee is vital to a brand. And the idea that they're easy, you know, could be easily found or easily discovered in their, in their local market is it can is connected to the brand right it's connected to people's feeling about that company and just you know when when they're more visible and 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 more discoverable that alone helps right putting aside reputation and things like that so uh but with with things like reputation uh mark just a little follow up how important is it for local seo to have sort of that foundation of reputation with reviews or different different stories uh, how important is that, you know, before worrying about trying to optimize different ways uh, to be more visible? How, how important is the reputation? Does that come first, I would think, right? I mean, before you're real visible, you wouldn't want to market a bad reputation, I guess. Yes, exactly. And what we tell all our clients is that, in our opinion, the number one thing for your local SEO are your listings. It's your Google listing, your Yelp listing, Apple Maps, Bing you know, whatever listing it is, usually people focus on Google, which is, you know, definitely something that we focus on over here. But the key thing we tell everyone is when you're starting out with a local business, the very best thing that you can do for your local business when you're starting it online is getting your listings to at least 10 reviews as quickly as you can. Uh, that'll drive a ton of visibility in your local market pretty immediately with those listings. And that'll obviously influence buyer decision when they come, uh, when they do those searches. So if they're doing a search for a keyword that's your service and there's a few local competitors, a lot of times in that top three businesses that show up on Google, they're going to first click on the one with the best review rating. So it not only helps your local ranking and gets you started running right off the ground real quick, but it also influences a lot of that buyer decision and where people are bringing their business to with those reviews. Yeah. Powerful. Very powerful. And I know with, and, and I guess you've seen this, Mark, where, uh, you know, the Google listings for a lot of local businesses are really becoming as important as the, the actual website itself. Is that what you see as well? Yeah. Even, even more so in, in my opinion, Rob, I see, you know, a lot of brands have the, uh, have, some territories and especially franchise brands, they all align their territories different. Some franchisees have six zip codes, some franchisees own 40 zip codes. And it's always a story of, okay, do they need one website for those 40 zip codes? Do they need two websites for those 40 zip codes? And we always break it down by Google listing instead, because I see that right now in the space we're in right now, even more powerful than a location website. So we always say, hey, if you have another address, another uh, you know, business office that you can use for another Google listing, then yes, let's split it into two distinct sections of the market. And if you don't, you know, it's not going to be as powerful without that Google listing. So uh, in my opinion, as an SEO, I think it's even more important than, than the website is your, is your Google business profile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Google caters to what 
the the general population is telling them, right? And when you see how much they've put into their local side and all the technology that drives their maps and you know it's important because <laughs> because that's where they kind of they invest. So with that being said, though, you know SEO has been around a while, right? And and local SEO when we talk about the Google listings and how that works and that ecosystem, uh, that's that's fairly new. I mean, it's probably fifteen years. I mean, towards the late two thousand tens, they started to evolve a bit based on what people were looking for. And but before all that was just SEO, the idea of SEO. What's SEO? Search engine optimization. And you know, I know uh, starting back in the day uh, that it was really Google's idea to say we want everybody to find content at your fingertips. Right? What's on your mind? What do you need? But the content has to be good, and it has to be quick to find. Right? If if it's not on page one, top three, right? Then the person's going to lose interest. And so they wanted to build a search engine that served that that demand. And so SEO is is helping website owners position their websites as valuable so that Google can fulfill the promise that they have to all of us. So tell us. Uh, so that's a that's a big high level definition of SEO. Um, but you know, so Carlos, I wanted to kind of ask you, what really is the difference though when you look at traditional SEO that really focuses on websites? And of course, local SEO, right? What's what's really the fundamental differences and how do they complement each other? Uh, one of the biggest things to really consider is with the traditional aspect, you're really focusing on the brand a lot more uh, than just the location itself. So there's brand awareness, brand growth, uh, and that aspect of it. You know, you're trying to get your site on a national level to rank across the country, and you're really impacting potential searches from the East Coast to the West Coast. Uh, so that really, you know, kind of piggybacks on the brand aspect of it, you know, people finding your brand, identifying and connecting with it. On a local level, that eventually trickles down to the local level. On a local level, I'm, lo you know, I could be located in Orlando, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, Los Angeles, California. You're trying to target that specific community a little bit more. So there's really a small section you're trying to focus on instead of trying to go on a larger scale and trying to broaden that. So it allows you to really put more emphasis on a specific territory or area compared to a national level where it really focuses more on the brand aspect there where people are like, oh, I'm looking for something in particular. You can show up on a larger level of that. But then with the local aspect, oh, I need to go to a certain place. You can impact more of that next step of the transactional interaction with the user. Interesting. Interesting. So with with traditional SEO, I, I often talk about it because a lot of folks, when I talk to them about it, it's, it's kind of a still a mystery, right? It's like, how does that really work? And you know, I know when you really break it down, it has to do with, I mean, I heard someone describe it one time as, you know, Google, it's like, how many votes are you getting from the internet about your website? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's sort of content marketing, right? If I put content like a video on YouTube and there's a link in it, it leads back to my website. That's like a vote, right? And, you know, Google wants a lot of votes out there to kind of, you know, say that, well, that page or that website's valuable. And that's how they kind of determine, you know, who they're going to show to the, uh, the folks like you and I looking for things. But really, what in your experience now in 2022, we have things like social media. That's one way to market your, your business online with content. You have things like news releases. Uh, blogging, uh, all kinds of ways to create content and share it with the world. 
What do you feel is one of the more impactful uh, approaches to sharing content to really help with that visibility of the website? So like, in other words, would it be more impactful to create videos a lot or, or do a lot of blogging or is it a mixture or how, how do you know where to focus if you have a limited budget? What, what would yeah. you say to that, Carlos? It's, it's definitely an aspect of, of the latter, a mixture, a good mixture. So if you do a video that goes alongside the content, that's helpful because a lot of people, you know, there's always the aspect like you may be sitting on the couch in the living room. You, can, you can't watch the video because you have your kids there so you can read about it. Uh, if you have caption on your video, you can still read through the video and still be able to know what the person's talking about as well. So caption on the video does help leverage both. By doing both, you're also enhancing the brand opportunity and the overall authority of your website because now you're you're showcasing your expertise in a particular topic that you're talking about. By supporting it with a video, you have individuals who are more of the visual types, right? So you have those that can really take something, absorb it, understand it. But then you have those who are like, I need to see it to really fully understand it and to have a full grasp of it. So by doing both and combining both, you really leverage those opportunities because uh, that actually helps with your Google rankings too. You can show up for so many different variations of searches and that, that are out there, not just for the YouTube videos, but also for the content itself. And by doing both, Google has also shown it in their search results. They showcase videos on some of the search results to go along with uh, with the ranking of a particular blog article too. So leveraging both is probably is definitely the best way to go. Wow! Yeah, yeah, and it, I think it, we've gotten to a place. And then let me know, Carlos, if you agree. Where in twenty twenty two, where SEO is really about it's truly about focusing on just the audience and the quality of your content. And if you're thinking, because you, the way you answered that was more like that. It wasn't like real technical, where a lot of times you hear technical answers. And really, you know, if, if the business or the brand focuses on quality content, thinking, how can I serve my visitors, the folks coming to my site or social media? What do they want? What do they need? What could help them? What would they, what would they be interested in? It's focusing on that high quality. Like you said, they might not be able to read it. They might have to watch it. They might be able, not be able to watch it. They might have to read it. And thinking of those modalities, thinking of the multi-channels, repurposing content in different ways serves the audience better. And I think that just by doing that, the indirect impact, and here's the question, the indirect impact, Carlos, probably is that they raise their rankings. Is that what you see? Yeah, definitely. It's It does provide an aspect where you have your article, you have your video, you can break your video down to short versions, as we see with TikTok being the trend, short videos people can uh, can digest. You can grab a five-minute video and break the clips down and share that across all your channels, because now Instagram does it, so does YouTube. They have real shorts now, because they're following the trends and what's happening. So you can grab a really in-depth video break it down and segment that out for the next couple of months and your brand and recognition and your expertise gets shared in smaller doses, especially in the kind of the world that we're in. We always talk about, you know, before it was quantity over quality. Now that script has flipped where you have to have really good quality over the amount of quantity that you're pushing out because people want to be, wants to see that level of expertise showcase. So your quality has to be really good over your quantity obsession of trying to do a lot. Yeah, exactly. And well, you you did mention something that, that kind of struck me though, and that is the way that people consume content um, in, in shorter doses, right? 
And then the other, the other effect of that as marketers, we know is we're staying top of mind, right? So we have more excuses to sort of stay top of mind or, you know, just, you know, we know that everybody's in and out of these social platforms or on the internet or searching in their phone, in and out of it. And it's, you just need to be in front of them more often. You need more opportunities, right? To show something, but it has to be high quality. And so that's, that's kind of what I picked up on that. And I think that's, that's brilliant. But, you know, when we talk about the, the topic of SEO, it is, it is sort of a daunting subject for a lot of businesses, right? It's just not an area that they've done a lot of deep dive on and they get it. They understand it's important because we all use Google we, every day. We use Alexa, other tools that are connected to databases that give us information. And, uh, and our website is really our, our, our core, um, our brand emanates really from the website. So how does, you know, you ask Mark Height, you know, how does a brand really know where to start? Like, to make sure that whatever they do put into it, it, it there's a payoff, right? So I know there's a lot of, I've always heard there's a lot of foundational uh, work to be done, but, but really, what do you, how do you start? If you, if you haven't looked at this before, what would, what would someone, you know, what would step one be? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, Rob, there's a, a timeline of things that you can do for long periods for SEO. So things like link building, getting your, domain authority up, getting those votes in Google like you like we talked about earlier. Obviously, those are all longer term things to get your site viewed better by Google. But in the short term, getting started, I really like to focus mostly on the on-page work, making sure that your keywords are in the right spot, uh, making sure your keywords are mentioned in the metas of the page. So meta title, meta description, making sure that your keywords are in the H1, any headings, mentioned multiple times in the body text and what i like to do which is a little bit different from from some other seos is i try and use value in every single page that we have on a site so if you have a like we do a most franchising brands have a franchise opportunity page like that should have a keyword attached to it so if you're a you know if you're a healthy franchise you can be healthy franchise opportunity page if you're a, you know, a juice franchise, you can have a, a juice franchise opportunity page. So making sure that every single page on your site has two or three keywords built into it is really my first step of on page so that your every page is valuable for your SEO, you know, valuable for user experience and also valuable for getting people to your site organically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as you're, as you were sharing that, I was thinking, how important that is, really, because what it comes down to an audience, right, and and visitors to your website. If you think of the analogy of a storefront, visitors to your storefront, you obviously want visitors coming in that are interested in what you do, and they have to have a clear picture of what that is. And with the digital world, the way we do that, and we threw some technical words in there, Mark, you as you're talking and yeah. H1s and things, but it really just comes down to creating a page that is catering. And, and again, a combination of pages comprises the website along with something like a blog where you can create new pages about specific ideas and topics, but having the correct messaging across all the pages that meets the need of your best prospects, your best potential clients, and, and not leaving things out. A lot of times we see websites where they're not honing in or like you said, juice, franchise opportunity, right? Being specific, right? 
because that is what they do specifically. So that is right. Because then, right, if, if you don't do that, let's say you do do a good job of the optimization part, you let Google know, you do all the technical things, but the words themselves and the content itself is not well aligned with your best customers. All the work would really be done for not, right? You get lots of visitors, maybe not lots of leads, or if you got inquiries or leads, they wouldn't maybe fit, right? And so it's so important to start with what you said, which is that keyword research, that alignment with their market, and then building those pages to do that. And so that's brilliant. And what about you, Carlos? Do you, what are your thoughts on sort of a uh, start? You concur with Mark and myself that it sort of all starts with keyword research and then writing the content to match what your audience wants. What else? Is there anything we're missing? Yeah, definitely. You want to make sure that the keyword's always where you want to start. And it has to be like we were talking, like Mark mentioned, has to be relevant to your space. You don't want to do just generic franchise opportunities because everyone goes after generic franchise opportunities. What is in your space in the industry that you're in and seeing what's going on there? It's super important, I think, even take a look at your competitors. In many aspects, a lot of uh, small businesses that I've worked with in the past, they focus on the guy across the street, not realizing they may not even have a website. So a lot of them forget that online, a lot of us spend so much time on our devices and what we're looking and researching for is happens online. And it tends to be ignored because they're worried about the guy two blocks from them that's doing the same thing. When online, there's another 30 guys competing against you. And so that's always one aspect that I see that they tend to ignore when we're really working with in the same space that online, you really want to make sure you don't ignore when you emphasize so much focus on, on the guy in front of you when he may not even be a direct competitor and you don't realize it. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the, 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 the virtual world is a different set of rules and there's certainly different competitors. And, and for a lot of businesses, it's a key, key place to, to present your business. So uh, very, very important. So as we wrap the show up today, this is great, great information. I like to sum up our shows with sort of a gold nugget, right? Opportunity. So both of you guys work with lots of brands and uh, you do this for a living day in and day out. Is there a, a gold nugget, something that you just think, and, and I think there was a few shared already, but anything you want to leave the audience with, franchise owners or franchisors or someone just thinking about even getting into a franchise, is there anything you, you want to leave with them, just a gold nugget that would be oriented around digital marketing or anything you, you can think of? Carlos, I'll start with you. Yeah, for me, it's about consistency. I think that's super important. There's many aspects where the, the concern of SEO is like it's, you know, you, you want it to happen right away. And we know it's a bit more of a journey with it. But just staying with it, having that consistency is super important from start to finish. Whether it's on your, you know, franchisee location page, your Google business profile, that message has to come across, um, across the board for everybody um, in order to do that. And um, just, you know, I, if you have your Google business profile, it's the biggest thing for me. Take photos of your business, of inside your office, things like that. You working, if you don't have an office, so you just do a service area out on the field. Those are super helpful. You're going to get your brand images, but showcasing your actual self being actually doing the work or being out and about, that provides leverage for users to be able to come in and see it and have build that trust even more. So that's always, those are the two things I always try to let every, remind everybody on when I give some advice. Excellent. Excellent. And you, Mark? Yeah. Like you said, Rob, uh, I know we have a lot of kind of some, what I would call gold nuggets we've talked about already, but 
Uh, the thing I would communicate to anybody out there is don't get lazy on your SEO. You know, Carlos mentioned that consistency is important to have. But for those low budget people that we talked about earlier today, and you'd mentioned that on your end, Rob, Google business profiles for your local marketing are free to set up. Google does not charge you to set it up other than any headaches there are with verification, but uh, they don't charge you any any money, physical money for setting those up. So most brands you'll see out there have a ton of opportunities on Google business profiles, whether it's establishing your services, rewriting your description, doing your service areas or other enhancements. Don't get lazy on it. It's completely free to do and it's free to optimize uh, if you know how to do it. So that would be my gold nugget is just take advantage of those low budget and free opportunities that people see as low hanging fruit because most of your competitors aren't going to be taking advantage of them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's fantastic. Like you pointed out, Mark, it's, it's free, right? Like when you think about that, there's nothing stopping a business owner, go there, set it up, fill it in completely and, you know, work on those, what you said, Mark, 10 reviews, right? That could be anyone that's worked with you, anyone in the past, anyone that, you know, friends, family, not really hard to achieve when you think about it. And you think of the value of Google traffic, right? It's not, it's, you know, you can buy Google ads and they cost something every time someone clicks on an ad and it can be costly, right? So when you set up a profile like this, focus on some reviews, you're now in a position to get some no cost traffic, right? There was some effort to set it up, but now you're at least visible. And, uh, and again, as you said, get started there. It doesn't take long. That's a good starting point, right? But anyway, that's great tips, guys. Great information. I appreciate you guys being here today. I want to thank IDS for sponsoring our show. And that's going to do it for another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. Again, I appreciate your time and bye for now.